everyone. Thanks for tuning into another episode of Mommy Talk. I'm the host, Chancel. Now, as I explained before, this is a podcast that talks about things beyond being a mom. So no stories about weaning my kids off the boob or fun activities to help with their gross motor skills. Instead, Mommy Talk is about us moms, what we've experienced years before being held accountable for these little people and what we're going through now that we've miraculously pushed out these little people. It's a show that's aimed to make you laugh and reflect while possibly teaching and inspiring you as well. So before we get started, here's a quick message about our sponsor. Cool Moms Club is a lifestyle brand created specifically for dope moms looking to shop witty basics at an affordable price. Check out their new line of teas and tanks just in time for spring. Whether you're looking for something just for you or perhaps a little something just for them, head to the site thecoolmomsclub.com and enjoy free shipping on any order over $50. Okay, so that said, now it's time for this week's Two Truths and a Lie. If you're a first-time listener, this is the part of the show where I share a little bit more about myself in the way of three statements and I then ask you to guess what's true and what's the lie. So here we go. One, I have only one tattoo. Two, I'll be getting my first COVID vaccination next week. Three, I love going to the stores to shop for my clothes and shoes. Okay, so one more time, let me say them again. I have one tattoo. I'm getting my COVID shot next week, and it's a shopping in-store for me. Okay, so try to guess what's the truth and what's the lie, and at the end of today's show, I'll share what's what. All right, y'all, we have made it. We made it to another day. We made it to another week. Something to be extremely grateful for, right? You know, people are out here getting shot. They are getting killed and just, you know, dying every day. So if you and your loved ones made to see, made it to see another day, specifically today, <laughs> you are blessed. You may not feel like it, but there are many people out there that would love to switch shoes with you right now. So just take a moment, show some gratitude um, for your life, show gratitude for the lives of those that are still in your life. Um, because it's important, you know, right before recording this episode, I got a call from my mom saying that my cousin passed and, you know, she had been sick for some time, so we were expecting it, but it's just the realization that it actually happened and, and it's just so crazy and how quickly it, it all happened. Um, So again, y'all just be thankful, be thankful for your health, be thankful for the health of those closest to you, because these days it's, it's almost rare. But anyways, on with today's topic, I, I wanted to talk about the importance of timing. So being patient for those things to come, those things to happen. So here's a little background story. Eric and I have always joke around and say timing is everything because if I would have met you about a year earlier, we wouldn't have made it. Okay, so we met in 2007 and we both say if we 
met each other like mid 2005, 2006, we would not be where we are today. Now, why we say that? Well, because we both know we weren't ready for that type of relationship, the relationship we have built. Um, For me, I was so focused on my career and I also had like a little bit of selfishness. (laughs) I'll admit it. I I was somewhat selfish. Um, I was a few years out of undergrad though and I was just trying to figure things out when it came to my career. So what I wanted to do, who I wanted to be and where I wanted to go. It was it was all about work for me. And he was in a very similar life stage as well. So he had recently finished his degree. Um, he was working full time and just trying to, to save money. So dating was not something neither of us was really up for. Uh, even when we did meet, we really weren't looking for anything, but it happened. Now, prior to dating Eric, I was in a, re- a relationship where I felt uh, where I was I was rushing things. So I was ultimately trying to see where it was going. Um, after college, I was definitely on the hunt for my husband. And I was just not trying to date anyone that wasn't looking for a wife. You know, I, I didn't believe in just dating you to dating you. You know, like, where where is this going? Are you just around to take me to dinner? If that's the case, hey, that is fine with me. I, I do love to eat. Um, but I just need to know how to, I guess, categorize you. Like I, I don't put you in the category of possible future husband. I just put you in the category of Chick-fil-A, um, dinner date, you know, y'all know I love Chick-fil-A. So I just needed to know where things lie, um, And so I just, like I said, wasn't really dating out here, dating anyone who wasn't like on that same page, but I learned fast. I learned to stop rushing and I learned um, to stop forcing my relationship with Eric. It just happened at the right time. So my question for you is, what is something you're rushing to get into right now? And you know, instead of, of rushing, you really should just, you know, go sit down somewhere and, and look cute. Uh, for me, it's this whole COVID thing. I'm so tired of this pandemic. Uh, we have literally been in this for over a year now and I'm tired. I'm tired of being cooped in the house all day, every day. When I go out, um, I'm tired of wearing a mask you know how much I paid and spent on braces? Is this the something the government is going to reimburse me on? You know, give me something towards it. Yeah, I had braces years ago, but I was expecting to be showing off the doctor's work for years to come. So now with these mandatory mask laws in place, I have to hide my $3,000 smile and I'm not happy with it. As y'all know, my extended family lives in Louisiana. I haven't seen them well, majority of them in over a year now. So that's just crazy in itself. And I'm just really tired of it. I want to rush through this whole thing. I want to get back to normal. But at the same time, I do believe there's a reason for all of this. I try to find some light in every dark situation. And uh, even, even in this one, I believe there's some good that has come out of us 
um, being like this for 12 whole months. So we've all heard the common pros of this pandemic, taking some time off, spending more time with family. And I just think it's funny how it all has to do with time. But it's because we're forever rushing through things instead of just chilling out. If this pandemic hasn't taught me two things, um, one being, you know, never get caught out here again with just one roll of tissue left. That, that was scary as hell. And two, be patient. Things are going to work out. It's going to work. If it hasn't taught me those two things, it hasn't taught me anything at all. Um, something else I'm trying to rush through is getting this damn weight off. It's so crazy how fast, so easy you can gain weight, but it takes forever to lose it. Um, every morning I'm on the scale like, why, Lord, why just guide my steps these next couple hours from heading down to the path to the fridge. But I know deep down at the same time, um, why it's taken me a while to get it off. And that's simply because I wouldn't be out here doing right. Every day, Eric would have to plead with me to put some clothes on um, before I left the house. Let me tell y'all, if I got to my goal weight at this very moment, looking extra good, extra fine, extra lean, my everyday uniform will be the smallest, shortest, and tightest thing I can find in my closet, okay? And Jesus knows this. He knows my heart. He knows how I am. So he knows he still has work to do on me in that aspect. So I just need to go sit down somewhere, do some crunches until it happens. I know when it does happen, I'll be at the point to do right. In the meantime, um, I'll continue my regimen. So I shared that last week, what I was doing to try to lose those 10 pounds that I gained from the holidays and then that extra um, five to, to 10 that I wanted to just lose just in general. So I just need to continue doing that and be patient. Stop rushing it. Trust the process. Um, I can't remember the first time I saw that phrase, uh, trust the process, but I can say I say it often uh, when I get like a little discouraged or when I feel like, yo, why is this, isn't this happening sooner? I remember that little saying you know, trust the process. And it does make me take a step back and, and just chill for a minute, you know, trust the process. But think about it, y'all. Is there anything in life where you feel should be justifiable rushed? Um, I could not think of anything other than my Amazon packages. You know, that two-day delivery and sometimes same day is the real MVP. But other than that, I really couldn't think of anything else. You know, sometimes I'm in the drive-thru of a restaurant and I am looking, you know, at the car ahead of me like, man, what did they order? or What's going on? What's taking so long? But truth is, hey, I am not about to rush y'all. Y'all just take your time. I'm not angry with y'all because I don't want y'all doing anything to my food. So y'all take your time. I am not... 
I'm not in no rush. I'm on your time. Um, I, I just really couldn't think of anything else. I, I then said, you know, what about like that last trimester stretch? Um, you know, when we're so big and miserable, swollen for no reason, just can't get comfortable in any position, uh, that time, I feel like that needs to be rushed. But then again, I feel like because it's the last few weeks, you need that time to prepare for what's to come. Take that time for just you. Take that time for you and your partner to enjoy life before baby. And even if it isn't your first, you should use that time even more to spend time with the other kid or the other kids. Um, I remember right before I had Brooklyn and I realized like, oh my gosh, Taylor, this is going to be like his last couple of days, his last couple weeks as an only child. And I knew I wasn't going to be able to just like schedule some time or be able to just do anything with just him and I over the next couple of weeks, possibly the next couple of months, because I was going to have to show so much attention to Brooklyn. And um, it did make me a little bit sad. It made me a little bit emotional because, you know, it was he was just him. His He had the attention of both me and his dad for so long. And um, to think that we now had to share that attention with someone else, I was just kind of sad for him. And I guess maybe it, perhaps it was uh, the, the part of me being an only child kind of feeling sad for him as opposed to not thinking um, right away about the fact of him having another sibling, like a best friend for life, his little playmate. But initially, yeah, I felt really sad that he was now going to have to share us with somebody else. But either way, like I said, that time, um, even throughout that, that, you know, third trimester stretch, that time that I was so miserable, so big and just, as I said, swollen um, by blinking my eyes, my, my legs would swell up. Um, I still felt like I needed that time. I needed to even slow down that time to prepare for what's to come, to per, um, spend that time with Taylor, spend that time with Eric before basically all hell broke loose. Um, so yeah, that, sh- that shouldn't be rushed. Um, what about rushing to the altar? How do you guys feel about that? Do you think that's justifiable? You know, if you've been dating someone for years, let's let's just say five years, five years plus, and he proposes, and instead of having this long engagement, so let's define long engagement. Um, I don't know. Let's let's say a year or longer. Um, so instead of that year or longer engagement, you say, you know what? Let's just go. And do this next month. Do you feel like it's okay to rush something like that? I mean, if this is something you want, absolutely, boo. Do you, do you go out there 
and walk down the altar or walk down the aisle, head towards the altar um, in this speed time, this record speed time, because that's something that you want to do and that's something that your husband or your partner wants to do. Um, so do it. Why not? Uh, Eric and I dated for three years and we were engaged for one. Now that year was ideal for us for a few reasons. The main one, um, obviously, was just allowed us to save up um, and pay for the wedding. So although our parents um, did contribute, like we paid for the bulk of it and we did not want to finance a party. So saving up the money um, was something that we had to do and we needed that, you know, those months um, to to save up the money to, to do that. The other reason that year was ideal for us was because I wanted a fall wedding. He proposed sometime in the fall. So a year later, fall would be rolling back around. Um, also, I needed to move back to Orlando from Jacksonville. Jacksonville was where I was living at the time. And so moving back to Orlando, I needed to find a job. I needed to, um, unfortunately, where I was working in Jacksonville, it's not like I was able to just kind of transfer or anything like that to um, a location in Orlando. It was the headquarters in Jacksonville. They did not have any other locations where I was able to easily transfer. Um, So I had to search for another job. Um, Also, I wanted time. I wanted time to really plan our wedding. Um, I didn't hire a wedding planner, so I was the one searching for vendors. I was the one searching for venues um, and just things that I really wanted for our day. So that year allowed us to do all of that. Everything I just listed um, to rush and try to do all of that in a month that was just not going to happen for us. But I can see why celebrities or, um, you know, very wealthy people, I guess, have these short engagements or, or even, you know, um, marriage after short courtships. They don't have the normal like nine to five. So they're not limited to the amount of time that they have to get to know their significant other, right? So they can spend weeks or even months um, together if they're like off season from any sports or if they are not currently like um, shooting a movie or a show, maybe they're, you know, not doing their music right now or any type of projects, they can spend that time getting to know the person that they're with, the person that they're dating. Additionally, um, when they're ready to plan a wedding, they can just hire like the best planners to make it happen as quickly and as smoothly as it possibly can. So, um, I think back to Chloe, Chloe Kardashian and Lamar Odom. So they dated like a few weeks before getting engaged and then they they got married. Now it was rumored that they met in like August and then they were married in September that same year because they wanted to do it right before basketball season kicked off. So can you just imagine that? Like 
let's say July, <laughs> July, you're just like moping around, seeing all of your friends getting married, getting invitations to these, you know, weddings and, and engagement parties. And then August rolls around, you go to this party, you meet someone, you guys start hanging out. And then weeks later, he proposes to you. And then weeks later, you're married. And when I say weeks, I mean like one or two weeks because they got married within like a month, maybe a month and a half um, tops. Because like I said, that their goal was to um, plan the wedding, get married all before basketball season started that year. I think it happened in like 2009. Um, but again, they both had the means to do this. He had like a multi-million dollar contract with the Lakers. She had her own coins from like multiple businesses, of course. So she didn't need to find a new job in the area he was living in. You know, she didn't need to like find a way to transition um, her role in, in, in the company she worked with or transfer um, uh, her job. Um, she didn't have to do that. They didn't have to save up planning for a wedding. Um, they didn't even have to plan the wedding, okay? They had the best planner, the best wedding planner um, to, to take care of all of this. They told the planner they wanted to get married in a few weeks and the planner went to work she found you know the venue she found the vendors she found everything they needed um and that's what happens i guess when you have connects like that and you know plug here plug there like it it happens it happens now had i try to get married um, after a month of, of dating, first of all, my family and friends would have committed me into an institution. Once I got out of there, eventually we would have had a wedding in the backyard serving Publix popcorn, chicken, and lemonade because it's all we would have been able to afford at the time. So again, that year engagement for us was ideal. But for others, who knows, you know, it may be worth rushing because what's really the reason or reasons for waiting if if you have the means to do so or if some things aren't really that that important to you if you don't want like a big wedding and and you don't have anything to save up for why wait or if you don't again have to transition your job you don't have to move somewhere you don't have to plan anything why wait um we're always rushing. You know, we're rushing through traffic. We rush through jobs even. We rush through conversations. We rush through our everyday just about. It's just something we do. But am, as I am getting to the, as I'm getting older, I'm getting to the age where I'm just trying to be more aware um, I'm trying to be more intentional when it comes to be, being in the moment. So having patience and even just enjoying the time that's leading to where I want to be. Um, I think a lot about the kids and, you know, particularly that we're, we're all home all day together. 
I just like look at them and just see how they are literally growing right before my eyes. I take pictures of them pretty often and sometimes I'm in my phone, I look back at some of my my albums and I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe how different you look, you know, just three months ago or how different you look six months, eight months ago. It's crazy to me. Um, it's crazy how their vocabulary is growing, their coordination. Brooklyn's still a little uncoordinated. We gonna work. We gonna work on her. Okay, she's a little bit uncoordinated, but Taylor is very coordinated. Um, but just seeing how they are growing, and it's it's just crazy because I want to make sure I'm enjoying these moments. I want to make sure that um, I can truly say that I spent those years with them. I um, I didn't miss out on anything like that. And so I'm trying to be more intentional about that. Um, I have certain goals, even with, with, with my job I or with my business. I shared those with you guys last week and where I'm trying to go with those. But I'm also still with that, enjoying this time of figuring things out. So working every job or every part um, of the business, I'm enjoying because I know in like a year or two from now, when I have several employees fulfilling orders and working customer service and um, just, I guess, helping in general, expanding my brand, I'm going to be even more appreciative of that journey. So I I just want to make sure that I, I'm in the moment of somewhat. Point is, guys, as I've been saying throughout this episode, I we really need to be patient with everything in life. Um, what's for us is for us. It will come. Um it's for us. It's not, it's not going to be for anyone else. So you don't have to worry about rushing to get there because it's for us. If somebody gets there faster than us, that's fine. They're not going to get it because it's not for them. It's for us. Um, now I don't have a quiz for us this week. Um, but I do want to reveal the answers for my two truths and a lie. Let's see how y'all did. Here they are again. One, I only have one tattoo. Two, I'll be getting my first COVID shot next week. And three, I love going to the stores to shop for my clothes and shoes. Okay, so do I only have one tattoo? Yes, I do. So this is true. <laughs> I got my first and my last um, a few years ago for my birthday, and it was completely unplanned, um, very, very painful, and somewhat regretful. Um, here's what happened. I'm at work. I'm being asked, what are you going to do for your birthday? And I had no plans, um, absolutely none. I just knew that I was going to get home and probably change clothes and head to dinner with Eric. Nothing else was planned. So I started feeling somewhat a little lame telling my coworkers that um, we're asking 
you know, particularly after like the six or seven person who, who came to me and was like, oh, today's your birthday. I had no idea. What are you doing here? What are you doing later? I just felt like I needed to do something. Um, so I'm sitting at my desk and I overhear someone talking about how they were getting a tattoo after work that, that day, the day of my birthday, they were going to go to this shop and get a tattoo. So I rushed over and I said, Hey, can I come now? I know that this sounds weird, but this was one of my coworker friends. Uh, we've had lunch together. She knew things about me outside of work. Um, so it wasn't that out of the norm that I just like popped up and asked, could I come along? It wasn't that bad. But what was out of the norm is after talking to her for about 15 minutes on what she was getting, I decided not only was I was I going to go and get a tattoo as well, but I was going to go and get the same tattoo she was getting in the same place she got hers. Here's the thing. I never thought about getting a tattoo before this conversation with her. So it's not like I had anything in mind of what to get, but I wanted to say that I did something for my birthday. I mean, the conversation about tattoos certainly have came up um, in my life. Eric has a tattoo. He's mentioned he wanted more. Um, But when we've had the conversation, I kind of felt like, "Eh, I don't know if I really want a tattoo because I don't know if there's something that I'm that tied to or that committed to where I would want to like permanently ink or put on, on my body. So I was never really like tied to having a tattoo. I thought that they were very cool. Um, you know, some that I've seen have, been, you know, the the artwork is amazing, and I thought that you know it it was it would be cool to have. But again, I just never really thought about what I um what I wanted. So. Um, when she said what she was getting, she showed me what she was getting. I was like, oh, that looks cool. I'll get the same thing. So I went with it. I called Eric on the way there. This was after work. I called him. I was like, hey, I'm going to be late. Um, I, 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 I think I told him like, or asked him what time is the reservations or what time are we doing something because I wanted to go somewhere for something along those lines. But either way, I told him what I was going to do and he asked me several times, are you okay? Are you sure you want this? And, um, and yeah, I went there, I got it done. It's really small. It's on my right wrist and it's a sign for faith, hope, and love. Crazy story, right? I know. (laughs) Um, the next was I'll be getting my, my COVID vaccine next week. This is true as well. So as I said before, I'm just trying to get back to normal. I'm ready to get this show on the road. Um, so after weeks of looking up reactions and research and reviews and just hearing what other people had to say, seeing um, my my family, you know, getting their vaccines and hearing about friends getting theirs. I am ready to move forward with mine. So Eric's going to get his um, 
after I complete my second round so that we can kind of stagger them. But we both plan to um, get this done. And I think we're a little bit anxious as to get it done. Um, you know, I, I'm excited about not necessarily being um, at that point, you know, uh, not able to to contract it, but um, I'm excited about somewhat having another um, layer of protection, I feel like, um, in some aspects. So we'll be able to look into more things that we feel comfortable um, incorporating in, into our lives again or some things we want to add again um, just to try to get back to that normal the, the days before COVID um, because these these 2020 times they are trying okay they're trying um, so that means me loving going in the store to shop for clothes and shoes is a complete lie um, I hate going in the stores. I find, you know, I go to the store, I find something that, that I like, and a few minutes later, I figure out or find out that they don't even have my size. My size is no longer available. Um, here it is. I didn't drove all the way on the other side for what? Um, it's really a waste of time. And I feel at that point, somebody needs to give me some gas money. Gas is expensive. I didn't drove all the way out here. Y'all don't even have nothing for me. Um, I don't like trying on clothes in the stores because I feel like it's always so hot in those fitting rooms. Plus, I feel uh, that you know, I, I tend to shop at the same stores anyways, so I know what sizes I wear. Um, I know how things fit me. And thankfully these days, stores have um, like a really good size chart. You also are able to kind of um, compare how you look to like the model that they may have wearing the items and kind of see if she's bigger, she's smaller. Okay, I probably need this size if she's wearing this, if she's wearing that size. So therefore going in the store is no benefit to me whatsoever. If I'm online, I know in like, I don't know, less than a minute, two minutes, if the store has my size, if they offer another color, um, if there's another store that perhaps has it cheaper, um, I know how long it'll take for me to have it at my front door. And I don't mind paying, you know, for shipping because I feel like everything that I just listed, the fact that I'm able to find out all of that information and in less than like five minutes, 10 minutes max, that's a, that's a convenience. And I'm okay with paying a convenience fee for something like that. Now, those convenience fee that they tack on at like Ticketmaster and all those other places after you buy a ticket, what is the convenience? What, what am I paying for? What have you guys allowed me to um, save my time for, okay, because this is the only place I can find these tickets. So it's not like I was able to shop around. I don't I don't get it. I don't understand it. But like I said, for shopping online, 
the shipping fee that I have to pay, I feel as though that's somewhat of a convenience fee and I do not mind paying it at all. Um, the convenience of buying some shoes, some new jeans at the comfort of my bed is amazing. It's even more amazing at night when I can't sleep. In the middle of the night, I wake up. What do I do? <laughs> Go online and shop a little bit. I may not buy something at that time, but again, it's just the idea of having that convenience to be able to do it. Driving to the mall, on the other hand, trying to find a parking spot, going in the store to try to find something only to learn that they don't even have anything. Y'all can keep that. No things. I don't want it. I hate shopping in the store. Um, I went today with one of my friends to go shopping. She's going on a trip and, you know, of course I haven't, I hadn't been to the mall in a really, really long time. Um, again, over a year, but, um, the fact that we were like going in there from store to store, I was just like, Oh my gosh, I, I can't remember the last time I did it. Of course, I had a good time with her, you know, had the company of her, but the, the fact of having to go, you know, in a store, out of a store, find something, not find something, not really what you're looking for, mm-mm, not for me, not for me. I, I'd rather just do, you know, the dot com and get it to me in a week or two, and that's that. All right, y'all, that is it for this week. Um, Remember to be patient. Remember to trust the process. And remember what's for you is just for you. It's coming. It's coming. Be patient. Have an amazing week, moms. (laughs) 